The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The Lenten journey continues. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, February 19, 2024, Monday of the first week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is St. Coleman of Lindisfarne. He was an Irish bishop of Lindisfarne, England, and a disciple of St. Columba. Coleman was born in Connaught, Ireland in 605. At the Synod of Whitby, Coleman defended the Celtic ecclesiastical practices against St. Alfred and St. Agilbert. When King Oswe introduced the Roman rites, Coleman refused to accept the decision and led a group of Irish and English monks to the Isle of Inishbofin near Connaught. In time, he moved the English monks to Mayo. Coleman was praised by Blessed Alcuin and St. Bede. St. Coleman of Lindisfarne died in 675. St. Coleman of Lindisfarne, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day, according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sin and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. St. Josemaria, the founder of Opus Dei, he had the custom of repeating short vocal prayers throughout the day. He called these aspirations because he wanted them to be as constant as his breathing. These short prayers that kind of rolled off the tongue and that he could say frequently to himself throughout the day as a way of staying close to you, Jesus, as a way of living the presence of God uh, all through the day in anything he was doing, whether he was working or resting, whether he was alone or with other people. And one of the aspirations that he repeated with more frequency towards the end of his life was from Psalm 27. And he would say the phrase in Latin, Votum tum domine requiram, which means, Lord, I long to see your face. And he repeated this often, I think, as he was nearing the end of his life, looking towards the future, looking towards heaven. Lord, I long to see your face. This is from St. Josemaria. 
Votum tum domine requiram. Your face, O Lord, I long to see. I like to close my eyes and think that when God wills, the moment will come when I will be able to see him not as in a mirror, dimly, but face to face. Yes, my heart yearns for God, for the living God. When shall I go and behold the face of God? Jesus, we make this aspiration of St. Josemaria our own. Vultum tum domine requiram, Lord, I long to see your face. And we can ask ourselves this question in this time of prayer. Where is Jesus? Where are you, Lord? Where do we see you? Where do we look for you? That was a desire that Philip made clear in the upper room during the Last Supper. You'll recall how in his excitement, Philip turns to Jesus and says, show us the Father and that will be enough. And you, Jesus, respond, Philip, have I been with you so long and yet you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. And there is a tension there because Jesus, for the apostles, that isn't obvious. And so you have to point it out to them. And they're looking at you all the time. But somehow they were missing out on your face. They were not seeing you as you truly are. When they looked at you, they weren't seeing the Father. He who sees me sees the Father. Jesus, help us to see you to see you clearly. And where do we see you? Obviously, we'll see you in heaven. That's our, our ultimate desire, is to behold the face of God and to struggle in this life to reach heaven. But you also want us to see you now, to look for you now. And today's gospel gives us a clue. Jesus said to his disciples, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne, and all the nations will be assembled before him. And he will separate them one from another, as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink, a stranger, and you welcomed me, naked, and you clothed me, ill, and you cared for me, in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine, you did for me. And then the narrative continues with what we could call the negative imprint. The same descriptions, but in the negative. You did not feed me. You did not clothe me. You did not visit me in prison, etc. And a similar confusion on the part of the goats, like the sheep saying, when did we not see you? And you answer them, Lord, saying, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. Now, one characteristic of this gospel passage is its repetitiveness. 
you, Jesus, essentially repeat the same thing four times. There's a strong emphasis on the gestures of charity, the specific actions of charity, what love for you, Jesus, looks like in the concrete. And those gestures are so important that you list them out. You describe them specifically and repeatedly. And it's telling that the goats, those who fell short in their love, they sound almost uh, glib or flippant in their complaint. Notice that unlike the sheep, they don't list out the gestures in detail, but they kind of rush through a summary, kind of like a Sparks Notes version of what Jesus is saying. They want to cut to the chase. And maybe that's the problem. These goats never paid attention to the details of the real specific gestures of charity. They approached the question of loving you, Jesus, in too abstract a way. And so they didn't see you. We repeat the phrase we begin with in this time of prayer. Vultum tum domine requiram. Lord, I long to see your face, but where do I find you? Where am I looking for you? We have to look for the normal face of Jesus, the, the face of Jesus that can seem unglamorous or unspectacular, but that is hidden, as it were, in the faces of those around me. Am I paying attention to those faces? Am I loving those faces? How are we living charity? Because this is how we see Jesus and love him. You know, Dorothy Day was a woman who was uh, in New York City, the city where I live. And there is uh, her cause of canonization underway. And there was a beautiful exposition in St. Patrick's Cathedral describing her life and her work and her thought. And on one of the posters hanging in the exposition, there was a quote of hers that has always haunted me ever since I read it. She says, I really only love God as much as the, the person I love the least. Right? I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. That's a, that's a very high bar. That in a sense, we're only seeing Jesus, we're only loving Jesus in as much as we see and love the person we're most likely prone to neglect or avoid or despise. Jesus, this will be our resolution today to determine who it is that we are loving the least and then turn around and look again. It's a little bit like hide and seek, where we have to go back to that place that we already looked before and look again. And this time, Jesus, in that soul that you're placing by my side, I truly want to see you. For Lord, I long to see your face. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. If you're looking for more of 10 Minutes with Jesus, it's right there at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this liturgical day in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday of the first week of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
We begin this day of prayer joining with the entire church and all the angels and saints as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be Be gracious gracious and and bless us, us, and and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Show Show me your mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. Lord, do not reprove me in your anger. Punish me not in your rage. Have mercy on me, Lord, I have no strength. Lord, heal me. My body is racked. My soul is racked with pain. But you, 
O Lord, how long? Return, Lord, rescue my soul. Save me in your merciful love. For in death no one remembers you. From the grave, who can give you praise? I am exhausted with my groaning. Every night I drench my pillow with tears. I bedew my bed with weeping. My eye wastes away with grief. I have grown old surrounded by my foes. Leave me, all of you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will accept my prayer. All my foes will retire in confusion, foiled, and suddenly confounded. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, you love mercy and tenderness. You give life and overcome death. Look upon the many wounds of your church. Restore it to health by your risen Son, so that it may sing a new song in your praise. Show Show me me your your mercy, mercy, Lord, and keep me safe. The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will recount all your wonders. I will rejoice in you and be glad, and sing psalms to your name, O Most High. See how my enemies turn back, how they stumble and perish before you. You upheld the justice of my cause. You sat enthroned, judging with justice. You have checked the nations, destroyed the wicked, and have wiped out their name forever and ever. The foe is destroyed, eternally ruined. You uprooted their cities. Their memory has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has set up his throne for judgment. He will judge the world with justice. He will judge the peoples with his truth. For the oppressed, let the Lord be a stronghold, a stronghold in times of distress. Those who know your name will trust you. You will never forsake those who seek you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The The poor are not alone in their distress. God is here to help them. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Sing psalms to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Proclaim his mighty works among the peoples. For the avenger of blood has remembered them, has not forgotten the cry of the poor. Have pity on me, Lord. See my sufferings. You who save me from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praise at the gates of the city of Zion and rejoice in your saving help. The nations have fallen into the pit which they made. 
their feet caught in the snare they laid. The Lord has revealed himself and given judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. Let the wicked go down among the dead, all the nations forgetful of God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hopes of the poor be in vain. Arise, Lord, let men not prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Lord, strike them with terror. Let the nations know that they are but men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, when you judge, do not be deaf to the shouts of the poor. Bring havoc to the madness of oppressors. Look at our wounds and save us from the gates of death, so that we may always rejoice in your help and speak your praise in the gates of Zion. I will be the herald of your praises, Lord, where the people of Zion gather. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. The kingdom of God is at hand. A reading from the book of Exodus. God said to Moses, I am the Lord. As God the Almighty, I appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But my name, Lord, I did not make known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they were living as aliens. And now that I have heard the groaning of the Israelites whom the Egyptians are treating as slaves, I am mindful of my covenant. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord. I will free you from the forced labor of the Egyptians and will deliver you from their slavery. I will rescue you by the outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people and you shall have me as your God. You will know that I, The Lord am your God. When I free you from the labor of the Egyptians and bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I will give it to you as your own possession. I, the Lord. But when Moses told this to the Israelites, they would not listen to him because of their dejection and hard slavery. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go and tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the Israelites leave his land. But Moses protested to the Lord, If the Israelites would not listen to me, how can it be that Pharaoh will listen to me, poor speaker that I am? Still, the Lord, to bring the Israelites out of Egypt, spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them his orders regarding both the Israelites and Pharaoh, king of Egypt. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. 
You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people God has made his own. Once you were not his people, but now you are the people of God. I will adopt you as my own people, and I will be your God. I, your Lord, will free you from Egypt's slavery. My mighty arm will bring you back. I will adopt you as my own people, and I will be your God. From a sermon by St. Gregory Nanzianza Bishop. Recognize to whom you owe the fact that you exist, that you breathe, that you understand, that you are wise, and above all, that you know God and hope for the kingdom of heaven and the vision of glory, now darkly as in a mirror, but then with greater fullness and purity. You have been made a son of God, co-heir with Christ. Where did you get all this, and from whom? Let me turn to what is of less importance, the visible world around us. What benefactor has enabled you to look upon, look out upon the beauty of the sky, the sun in its course, the circle of the moon, the countless number of stars, with the harmony and the order that are theirs like the music of a harp? Who has blessed you with rain, with the art of husbandry, with different kinds of food, with the arts, with houses, with laws, with states, with a life of humanity and culture, with friendship and the ease of familiarity of kingship? Who has given you dominion over the animals, those that are tame and those that provide you with food? Who has made you Lord and master of everything on earth? In short, who has endowed you with all that makes man superior to all other living creatures? Is it not God who asks you now in return to show yourself generous above all other creatures for the sake of all other creatures? Because we have received from him so many wonderful gifts, will we not be ashamed to refuse him this one thing only, our generosity? Though he is God and Lord, he is not afraid to be known as our Father. Shall we for our part repudiate those who are kith and kin? Brethren and friends, let us never allow ourselves to misuse what has been given us by God's gift. If we do, we shall hear St. Peter say, be ashamed of yourselves for holding on to what belongs to someone else. Resolve to imitate God's justice, and no one will be poor. Let us not labor to heap up and hoard riches while others remain in need. If we do, the prophet Amos will speak out against us with sharp and threatening words. Come now that you say, when will the new moon be over so that we may start selling? When will the Sabbath be over so that we may start opening our treasures? Let us put into practice the supreme and primary law of God. He sends down rain on just and sinful alike and causes the sun to rise on all without distinction. To all earth's creatures he has given the broad earth, the springs, the rivers, and the forests. 
He has given the air to the birds and the waters to those who live in the water. He has given abundantly to all the basic needs of life, not as a private possession, not restricted by law, not divided by boundaries, but as common to all, amply and in rich measure. His gifts are not deficient in any way because he wanted to give equality of blessing to equality of worth and to show the abundance of his generosity. Love your enemies, do good, share freely, and ask for nothing in return. Then you will be true sons of your Father. Who makes the sun shine on the good and the bad, and sends rain upon honest and dishonest men alike. Be compassionate as your Father is compassionate. Who makes his sun shine on the good and the bad, and sends his rain upon honest and dishonest men alike. Let us pray. Convert us, O God our Savior and instruct our minds by heavenly teaching that we may benefit from the works of Lent through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord explains that it's absolutely essential for us to see Him in others. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes. On Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, February 19, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a very familiar parable, which teaches that to follow Christ we must serve others. It's from the 25th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats and he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see thee hungry and feed thee, or thirsty and give thee drink? And when did we see thee a stranger and welcome thee, or naked and clothe thee? And when did we see thee sick or in prison and visit thee? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, 
Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when did we see thee hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to thee? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me, and they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Someone which most of us would prefer not to think about is the devil. But believe me, he's out there. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, we read in the Gospel of yesterday's Mass. The devil exists. Holy Scripture speaks of him from the first to the last of the revealed books, from Genesis to the Apocalypse. In the parable of the wheat and the weeds, our Lord affirms that the weeds whose purpose is to suffocate the wheat were sown by the enemy. In the parable of the sower, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown. Some people are inclined towards a superficial optimism and think evil is merely an incidental imperfection in a world which is continually evolving towards better days. Nevertheless, the history of mankind has been adversely affected by the devil's influence. We find in our day all the features of an intense evil which cannot be explained in terms of human behavior alone. The devil, in all sorts of ways, wreaks havoc on mankind. There is no doubt that the whole of man's history has been the story of dour combat with the powers of evil, stretching, so our Lord tells us, from the very dawn of history up to the last day. The devil does this in such a way that he provokes incalculable harm of a spiritual nature and indirectly even of a physical nature to individuals and to society. The devil's activity is mysterious, but at the same time real and effective. From the first centuries, Christians were conscious of diabolical activity. St. Peter admonished the first Christians, Be sober, be watchful, your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith. With Jesus Christ, the devil's dominion has been reduced for he has freed us from the power of Satan. As a result of the redeeming work of Christ, the devil can only cause real harm to those who freely allow him to, by consenting to evil and separating themselves from God. In many passages of the Gospel, our Lord shows himself overcoming the devil, freeing many people from diabolical possession. We place our trust in Jesus, and he does not allow us to be tempted beyond our strength. 
The devil will try to reduce the human spirit and lead it to violate God's precepts, little by little darkening the hearts of those who try to serve him. This he will do to make them forsake the true God, turning to himself instead as though he were God indeed. He does this at all times, in a thousand different ways. But God has given us the means to overcome all temptations. Nobody sins necessarily. Let us consider in depth during this Lent what that means. As well as this, in order to free us from the devil's influence, God has given us an angel to help and protect us. If you call upon your guardian angel at the moment of trial, he will protect you from the devil and will bring you holy inspiration. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's keep on praying. We join the whole church, and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. To my words, give ear, O Lord. Give heed to my groaning. Attend to the sound of my cries, my King and my God. It is you whom I invoke, O Lord. In the morning you hear me. In the morning I offer you my prayer, watching 
and waiting. You are no God who loves evil. No sinner is your guest. The boastful shall not stand their ground before your face. You hate all who do evil. You destroy all who lie. The deceitful and bloodthirsty man the Lord detests. But I, through the greatness of your love, have access to your house. I bow down before your holy temple, filled with awe. Lead me, Lord, in your justice. Because of those who lie in wake, make clear your way before me. No truth can be found in their mouths. Their heart is all mischief, their throat a wide open grave, all honey their speech. All those you protect shall be glad and ring out their joy. You shelter them, in you they rejoice, those who love your name. It is you who bless the just man, Lord. You surround him with favor, as with a shield. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, all justice and all goodness comes from you. You hate evil and abhor lies. Lead us, your servants, in the path of your justice, so that all who hope in you may rejoice with the Church and in Christ. I lift up my heart to you, O Lord, and you will hear my morning prayer. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Blessed may you be, O Lord, God of Israel, our Father, from eternity to eternity. Yours, O Lord, are grandeur and power, majesty, splendor, and glory. For all in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, O Lord, is the sovereignty. You are exalted as head over all. Riches and honor are from you, and you have dominion over all. In your hands are power and might. It is yours to give grandeur and strength to all. Therefore, our God, we give you thanks, and we praise the majesty of your name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. Be forever. Amen. Amen. We praise your glorious name, O Lord, our God. Adore the Lord in his holy court. Adore, Adore the, the Lord, Lord in his, his holy court. O give the Lord, you sons of God, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Adore the Lord in his holy court. The Lord's voice resounding on the waters the Lord on the immensity of waters, the voice of the Lord full of power, the voice of the Lord full of splendor. The Lord's voice shattering the cedars, the Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The Lord's voice 
flashes flames of fire. The Lord's voice shaking the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The Lord's voice rending the oak tree and stripping the forest bare. The God of glory thunders. In his temple they all cry, Glory! The Lord sat enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. You live forever, Lord and King. All things of the earth justly sing your glory and honor. Strengthen your people against evil, that we may rejoice in your peace and trust in your eternal promise. Adore, Adore the, the Lord in his, his holy court. A reading from the book of Exodus. You have seen for yourselves how I bore you up on eagle wings and brought you here to myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God, God himself will set me free from, from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And, and from, from the, the hunter's, hunter's snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. You have been blessed by my Father. Come and receive the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. You have been blessed by my Father. Come and receive the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Praise to Jesus, our Savior. By his death he has opened for us the way of salvation. Let us ask him. Lord, guide your people to walk in your ways. God of mercy, you gave us new life through baptism. Make us grow day by day in your likeness. Lord, guide your people to walk in your ways. May our generosity today bring joy to those in need. In helping them, may we find you. Lord, guide guide your people to walk in your ways. Help us to do what is good, right, and true in your sight. And to seek you always with undivided hearts. Lord, guide guide your your people people to walk walk in your ways. Forgive our sins against the unity of your family. Make us one in heart and spirit. Lord, guide guide your your people to walk in your ways. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, Lord, guide guide your people to to walk in your ways. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Convert us, O God our Savior, and instruct our minds by heavenly teaching, that we may benefit from the works of Lent through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Another great day of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving has begun. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.